We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Bernstein and Holmes, middays 10 to 2 on 670 The Score. We have somebody that's obviously in the game with Carlos Correa here that knows so much about the numbers. Yeah, so, you know, with the old school, it was... Average home runs, RBI, so everybody look at that and judge a player based on those stats. Now, there's a lot more information out there. Now, it's all about projections. So how do you predict a player? Play discipline is very important. WRC Plus takes into consideration the ballparks you play in, the league you play in, the quality of contact, your play discipline, just about everything in just one stat. So when GMs, when front offices, when they look at stats, they want to look at WRC Plus, for a hitter, OPS Plus, and WOBA. Those are the most important stats right now in baseball. That thing went on for four minutes of Carlos Correa just being brilliant and concise and descriptive in a player's approach to how they show they're valuable to teams. And what's fascinating is we went into this offseason looking at what we thought was going to be $320 million of guaranteed value. And after this circuitous journey, he is far, far, far from that. I saw this tweet from Matthew Trueblood who who said something I don't think has sunk in. The Correa deal is outrageously team-friendly. We know the reasons. But it's a front-loaded six-year deal with four team options. He said, if this were a pre-arb extension, we would howl at this. And it just shows you that when one team doctor sees something, okay. When a second team's medical infrastructure sees something enough to, to structure a deal similarly and say, well, you got to keep passing physicals and eventually walk away. And then he goes back to his old team and even their doctors are like, well, we got to protect ourselves. And he agreed to it. The leverage changed. The leverage for sure changed. There's so much stuff inside this. I'm glad Lavelle is going to be available for us at 1 o'clock to kind of talk about how we got here. But it's not as if over the last three seasons it's been problematic for Correa in playing games. He played 58 out of 60 in 2020, 148 in 2021, and 136 Last year. Mm-hmm. So I, I I don't know. It's very interesting to see how like all of this stuff worked its way back. And I, I kept wondering if the twins were most willing to take risk, if we want to call it that, because they have actually put their hands on Carlos Correa's ankle. Like they've seen it. They've seen how he's responded to treatment or whatever. And 
Then you start talking about the contract, and the contract is where I'm sitting here like, wait a minute. I have seen contracts like that offered to relatively healthy players, and I feel like it would be worth the risk, especially with the risk being mitigated inside of the way this contract is structured for either the Cubs or the White Sox to have actually been a part of this. Am I... Am I out of line, Layla, on that? Absolutely not. I will maintain Carlos Correa's career war as being the reason he's getting paid. Period. Paragraph. Also, he's never been on the injured list with a right leg problem. Never. The thing that you're concerned about has never been an issue. Wasn't an issue to the Astros, who are the ones responsible for surgically repairing that leg. Wasn't an issue to the Twins. Remains... Not an issue to the Twins. They're just able to come in after the two big market teams said no. And the reason those teams said no, as I think we all know, is not because of what's happening right now. It's because of what their concern was in his age 38 season. So that that. gave them the leverage. Yeah, absolutely. But if, if you're Scott Boris and you roll that possibility out to everybody, I think a lot of teams are biting, especially at 200 million. I think a lot of teams would have said, we want in on this. With, okay, so, With so what, those protections in there, sure. So yeah. wait. But not it, just that, with his resume. Is it possible that had had they been given the opportunity to come close or match this deal, that the Cubs and or the White Sox would have been in on it? And was this just Scott Boris saying, all right, no deal in San Francisco, fine. Let's move on to the Mets. We have had conversations with him. No deal with the Mets. All right, let's go back to Minnesota. They're the, the the most likely place to clear you because of it. I I guess my question is: Is it possible that the Cubs or the White Sox were never given a bite yes. at the app? That's what we, as I was speculating yesterday. It's possible that it was just their well, comfort level and and Boris's side doing it, where he didn't throw it out there to everybody and say, "Hey." This is absolutely a total free, free agent. Let's start this process over. He's in the transfer portal. Gordon Whitmire famously reported that the Cubs never gave him an offer. That the Cubs weren't even close to that process. So consider that piece of this. But that's probably when they thought the going rate for him was what the Giants and the Mets offered. Right. And and Well, the Mets offer wasn't very good. It really wasn't. When you go through the Mets offer, that was they were pretty scared, too. But I mean, this this contract. Respectively, they're both larger than anything either team was willing to pay for anyone here. Yeah, well, here the, the the breakdown that Calcaterra had: the Mets offer was reportedly six years and one fifty seven point five, half the original deal, but it was worse than that. As part of that offer, Correa would have had to have taken an annual physical with each year of the deal contingent on passing the physical. So it was a non guaranteed one fifty seven five. He said, which is a pretty crappy offer, even if his leg is constructed out of Nutter Butter Bars. He said, if the Mets were going to make Correa earn his contract each year, why not just keep the value of the thing at 315? He said, he would have been a fool to take the NFL contract the Mets were offering versus a guaranteed $200 million with a chance for more. I just, once again, this was in 2014, and he's never had an issue with it as far as being on the injured list. I know, but they've got to be projecting it. Right. They've got to be projecting something. They're worried about whatever it is in that latter part of the previous deals that were discussed. That's what obviously that's what I think it is, which is why I go back to the idea of, all right, if it is just a six year deal, 
And you're expecting that you're going to get, at, at 28, you're expecting at least four years of Carlos Correa with no real issues. Is that fair to say? It, then why, when we're talking about a, a close to six war player, would it not have been worth it? It would have fit for whatever the White Sox have discussed and however Jed Hoyer has defined intelligence spend. My right. whole argument right. from the very beginning was that those guys never get to the latter years of their contracts anyway. They don't. Show me one who does outside of Max Scherzer. That was a seven-year deal at the time, or John Lester even. And those were pitchers. It's totally different. But to me, the going rate for these contracts now... That's just window dressing on the end to me to begin with. And I think teams know that or else they wouldn't be doing it. They're going to prepare for that later. So to me, that's what you're paying for anyway. Aren't you? You're saying your window is now. You're saying I need this player right now. Here's the difference that he's going to make on my team. With the money that like in the fantasy land where there was the the opportunity for both Xander Bogarts and Dansby Swanson, this is about the amount of money that it would have initially cost, right? Where you could have theoretically had Dansby Swanson and Carlos Correa and then figured out what you were going to send Nico Horner to the outfield or whatever it is that you want to do. Figure that out. Or or send Correa to third base. Like Whatever it is that you wanted to do, you could do. When there was talk of that, it just feels like it was a missed opportunity. And if if it was that that they weren't able to get back into this because it was kind of a closed conversation between Boris and the Twins, okay. But I hope when I hear general managers in this town talking about, well, we're we're going to make sure that we are unearthing every stone. When it comes to trying to make our team better. Yeah, you would think this fell into your lap, this opportunity. Right. Yeah. That's why I I can't believe I'm saying this. But like there's gotta be some onus put on here on Scott Boris. Yeah, but I at, at the end of the day, that's what I would want my agent doing. Right, but he's but they don't always do that. And we have agents and we know that. It's well, true. the other thing we are, know some agents who have fumbled the bag the that th- you and I have actually hired. They're different people. <laughs> it's true. So I mean, let's let's just start we, with that piece got, of it. The most important the agent thing. will be like, I got this. And you're like, Yeah, you're Scott Boris, you'd better have it. And then I guarantee you there are teams that are like, Wait, what? We didn't even know that Layla was available. Well, there's and also like, a wait, lesson. What? There's a lesson in this, too. I want to go to San Diego. That, that agents who have the wherewithal that Scott Boris has should have access to the same quality of orthopedic projection that these teams may have. Or you, just be and, honest and do it right. And, and your own MRIs and, and all of this. Because the what we don't know, I would love to actually talk to a doctor about what they saw. What is it? Is it, a, is it the... All, is it is it sometimes you can look at a joint and you just you show it to a doctor and the doctor will say that is the ankle of a 65 year old man well they say no that's Carlos Correa now, that kind of thing is done all the time when they look at actual deterioration or they can look at a badly healed sur- or something that wasn't set quite right and say at a certain time you got to go do it again gonna be wear and tear on this this isn't sustainable or there's micro fractures or whatever it is you know so it, the the fact that the Giants are like immediately bells and whistles someone running down a hallway saying no 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 
We're not signing this deal. It's <laughs> holding up the x-ray. Like, right no, really? I'm serious? Throwing the red flag. And then, okay, the Mets swoop right in. And then the Mets are like, eh. And, they're, and they run him through the same test. And their doctor, different doctors in a different city, totally different practice. And they're saying, oh, boy, yeah, we, we can't give us guaranteed money. We'll give some non-guaranteed money. He has to take a physical every year. Every year. I think a player should have a physical every year regardless. But not his money shouldn't be contingent. on like, then, then you're talking NFL. That, yeah. Basically, if the union, I, if I'm, never should be contingent. You sign that deal, you're going to guarantee the money. That risk is on you. Yeah, that's, and that's the whole point of baseball contracts. That's, that's the point of a well-negotiated you know, collective bargaining arrangement that you get all your money. However, I think in this case... You also have to look at how it hasn't been an issue for so long. So they're they're extrapolating. Yeah, they're trying to quantify something that they think might be an issue later. And really, it is a good way to say, we don't want to pay you, and and this is why. It's fascinating to me. I, I, and because the thing is that now that he's back in in the American League Central, I'm just like, ugh, because of course he is. That's you know, the real issue here. I mean, it's one of the big issues for me. I don't know how they feel about it in Minnesota, and Lavelle will help us out in that regard. At 1 o'clock, we can talk to him about it. It's just like, come on, man. Like we, You was out of here. You, you were not a problem, and now you're back to being well, a problem. It also just changes the, the trajectory of what the twins might think that they're doing as well. The weird-ass twins? Yes, because... Weird-ass Minnesota twins. I thought they made some nice trades at the trade deadline, but at the end of the day, it wasn't enough. And now do they think that they can contend with the Guardians? I'm not even putting the White Sox in the conversation. What's crazy about it, too, Layla, is think about what they... Like, if they get... Let's say they get four prime years of him. They never thought that that was possible. So it does change the calculus... I think so. ...of how you're building a team. And when I say that they're challenging the Guardians, it's because that's who won the division, who made the playoffs. And I don't see it changing to where AL or NL, you're going to get a wild card coming out of the Central. Do you? No. Given given what we've all seen with free agency and how these teams continue to up the ante, no, I don't think so either. So it's either win or bust again, very likely, if you want to get into the playoffs. And while we're talking baseball, Lawrence sent us both a TikTok video last night that I think Luis Robert intended to uh, make him look athletic or I I, I don't know. But he's (laughs) if you haven't seen it, it is an overweight Luis Robert with boxing gloves on. And a, a boxing coach wearing the, the, the pads, the, pads the, the, the target gloves, and they're they're sparring very slowly. And, and, and maybe maybe he is at like he he must be at the beginning of his boxing journey. That's that's all I can think. Like he's at the at day one or day two of timing up hitting uh, the pads uh, and. But for a guy that looked like the most athletic baseball player I've ever seen, that video made me go, oh, no. That was I. What did I text you? I said, oh, no, no, Luis. <laughs> and then at one point, he lies down on a yoga mat, and he's still doing the one, two, one, two, one, two with, with his trainer. And it looks like he has, a, he has trouble with the second sit-up. I'm, I'm just laughing at the – can I read the text part of this? Sure. Is that good? Dan. 
this your man's all caps out here. This looking, is Lawrence texting me. Yes, yeah. looking like the least athletic person. If you've listened to this show for seven minutes, we know that Luis Robert is your man's. He is. That's your man's. He is. Your man's was out here not looking great. I, no. And you know what I got distracted by? Because I'm seven. I was like, oh, look at the bright colors they're wearing. I really like Luis's shirt. <laughs> I mean, and I was like, and, but how about the and caption? Then I'm like, Click. And then I start watching. And I'm like, wait a second. How about the caption on his Instagram? Where this is from Socks on 35th to put it on Twitter. He says, Ivan Drago would have had no chance. Ivan Drago would have dropped him like a bad habit in the no. first 30 seconds of round one. I thought that was the Socks on 35th caption. I probably was, but I mean, like, yes, I, I hope they're being sarcastic because yeah. I don't know. All I know is that uh, Michael B. Jordan would lose his daddy that day if you put him in the ring with Ivan <laughs> Drago. I just, I got that and I was working. Over at NBC Sports Chicago, and I was like, "This your man's," and I just started laughing. <laughs> it is. It it's is. your man's, and he's on the driveway with a boxing trainer, and it's. I was like, "Oh, look at the colors! <laughs> like, it looks, was... it looks lovely." Other than, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it looks it it would it would look a lot better if it were me. For you know what I mean? Like if it's me on the driveway, and even I feel like I could probably do a better job with the mitts. You know, since we're here talking about videos and such, if you guys haven't seen the Lions TikTok just dragging Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, they please drag, look at it. They were out here dragging everybody. They got the whole NBC crew. They got everyone on ESPN that picked against them. The Lions, the I Lions like showed no mercy, and I love it. I'm here for them to do their petty. Uh, also, I just you know just came across my timeline. Just Roquan smiling because he got his money. Hey, man, he won, and he doesn't have to give 1% of it away. Although I, w- I do wonder if St. Omni will be getting some sort of cut. St. Omni's totally getting a cut. Right? If he's a real person. He's the one who supposedly contacted Ian. Ian Rappaport cited him, said St. Omni. What, what if, I think I, he's I, also Luis Roberts' boxing trainer. Or, or. My dietitian. No, that that didn't result in any good anything good. Is Saint Omni just Roquan Smith with a fake mustache? He is Schmovid. Is, is that like when 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 Donald Trump would have a PR guy named John Barron yes. who was just him like making a silly voice and everyone knew he was not real and the people would just kind of roll their eyes like, oh, here's John Barron, the PR guy on the Ronzoni. Yep. I I was at the 108. We had our 108 Fest, and I was on a panel with Herbie. Shout out to everyone that came out to Reggie's. It was a really good time. Saw our guys from the sax machine. Jim made it all the way up. He came up from Nashville. Wow. Um, so it was nice to talk to him. And I said, I was like, before we start this panel, anyone here with a mustache might be Rick Hahn. So we have to look to your left and look to your right. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not here. <laughs> I'm definitely not Rick Hahn. <laughs> It's like a grease paint Groucho mustache. Uh oh. Why does he sound like that? Because he can't sound like himself, or else we'll know. I think they got me. He's running down the stairs. Hey, that is Rick Hahn. No, Get him! No, it's not. Why is there no socks vest? Get him! Various reasons. Various reasons. But mostly, Roman. <laughs>
<laughs> Why is there no socks? I don't know. <laughs> On the score. Pete Futek coming up. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Tech, college football analyst. Jalen Carter, I'm in love with defensive tackles. He is the defensive guy in this draft. He should go number one overall. If you can get him, that's your guy. Co-host of BetQLU in the action. You lose money if you don't listen to this show. Publisher of collegefootballnews.com. The NFL draft has been Big Ten SEC. 44% of the talent from those two conferences take up the NFL draft for the last bazillion years. P. Futek with Bursey and Holmes on 670 The Score. The college football season is in the books, so here to wrap it up for us is Pete Futek, who is on Twitter at Pete Futek and with us on the Score Hotline. Presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. And few, you were right, man. When when I said what happened to Michigan, you said they choked, they gagged, and if that game is played ten times, Michigan wins nine of them. That's just the one that they lost, and everything that happened after that certainly bore out what you said. Yeah, let's not lose sight of the fact and everything that happened. Uh, the real lesson to be learned here that. You know, look, you can dream all you want, you, you know, do things the right way, do everything well, and, and maybe, just maybe, you'll get a chance to get totally trucked by someone more talented than you. Like, what do we do? We knew this. We, we knew Georgia was going to come in and just roll this. And, you know, Georgia came out hot from the beginning, and TCU had no earthly chance to do this. And remember, it, it wasn't just a complete destruction. It was the worst bowl loss in the history of college bowl games. That's how bad TCU really kind of was and how, how this all ended up playing out. And give Georgia credit, though. They they did it. Now they're your two-time defending national champion. Pete, can you keep your camera there but move slightly to your right? Is this what I think it is behind you? Oh, it's totally oh, yeah. Flavor Town. Yeah, yeah, it is. Oh, that's outstanding. It's yeah. just a Guy Fieri Flavor Town flag, and the bottom of it is on flames. And you missed it last week, Layla. You know, if you had, you know, the BetQL side of things kicked in, and you got they got the better background last week. But I think this is fabulous. Uh, okay, so now that that has been established, because that was a new Futac background for me, I did say to Lawrence Dan and Mullion Han transition that I thought, yeah, the. the the reason that game was such a whooping is absolutely because of Michigan, but it also makes you question, once again, the Big Ten's validity in a playoff, and I don't like that either because I 
think those were some excellent games in the semifinals. So if old Noah Ruggles, you know, hits that kick straight and Ohio State wins, that questions the Big Ten's validity. Look, it's look, you know, the, the narrative, lazy narrative now going forward is like, oh my God, Georgia's this indestructible, you know, team, you know, franchise team that's now going to just keep rolling through the rest of college football for the next twenty years. But Ohio State was right there. Kid hits the kick straight, and Georgia's a footnote, and Ohio State wins the national championship by 40. And, you know, all of a sudden, the, the complete narrative changes here. So, you know, Michigan, it was a bad day. And even it, they played as poorly as they possibly could. They still put up 39 points in the second half of that thing, and the game should have still been kept going after a, a targeting call that didn't get called. But, uh, uh, look, TCU gave up 104 points over its last six quarters of college football. That's a lot. That's that's kind of an issue. How has Kirby Smart built this thing in Athens? Lots and lots and lots of talent. And, and, and I always get accused of kind of being a snob when it comes to being a Power 5 snob, but it's really more of a talent snob where, look, some, some teams just – don't have as much talent as others. And it's not just that easy. I mean, look, Texas is bound by nothing, and it hasn't been able to get here. Texas Tech is bound by – I'm sorry, Texas A&M is bound by nothing, and it hasn't been able to do anything. So coming going forward, who gets the consistent top five recruiting classes? I'm not a recruiting guy. I don't care about, you know, with whether one quarterback goes here or there, and we're in a transfer portal era. But if you keep getting – Class after class after class of, of four and five star guys, you build up the lines, you build up the infrastructure, and that's what Georgia did. They just, you know, this just happened to be their turn. And next year it's going to be Alabama's turn or LSU's turn or what, even again, Texas A&M's got the talent. Someone else in the SEC is going to get a turn now. Uh, but Georgia's going to be there every single year where, you know, if you remember when we were talking over the past, you know, eight, nine years of the college football playoff and everyone said, well, who's going to be really good going forward? Well, OK, Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson. And I always threw Georgia in there and just said they're just missing the trophies in the case. And well, now they got them. Pete, when it comes to Georgia and Stetson Bennett, is there a comp for this where a guy barely makes the team and then ends up winning two national championships? Who'd you, who'd you win a national champ? Who's that guy who ha- kept handing it off to Derrick Henry? or the uh, AJ McCarron. McCarron. No, no, no. After him. He didn't get Henry. It was uh, John, not John Parker Wilson. I, why can't I remember? Jacob Coker. Jacob Coker oh, is a national right. championship quarterback. Yeah, but he's not and, a two-time national championship quarterback. No, Ken Dorsey was close, but he was also a pretty good talent. No, this is a crazy story. And But look, you know, they, they've always been – remember, this is the program that decided to go with Jake Fromm over Justin Fields. Right. So, that, that's what, I, that's what it, I'm saying. Like, how did how did we get to the place where Stetson Bennett is, is one of the most decorated quarterbacks – in college football history, and can't make the college football playoff or college football Hall of Fame because he's not an All American. But uh, look, it, it's it's a crazy. It's, the story gets even crazier than that. And again, the narrative has kind of shifted here. I was there right behind in Indianapolis last year when JT Daniels was warming up on the sidelines. It's been completely lost that Stetson Bennett was awful in last year's national championship game, and then he hit two throws. And then ever since then, the guy's been, you know, Stetson franchise, and he's been—he was great this year. Look, yeah, I—I—I I, he was not my Heisman belt, but I defended him. I, he was great against Oregon to start the season. He pulled their butt out of the fire against Missouri, 
and he came up with a drive for the ages to beat Ohio State. So, uh, and then, you know, they turned into Stetson Vick in the first half of uh, the national championship. So he was great. He was a very, very, very good college quarterback. You should have seen the looks on the faces of the people that when I was watching TCU in Michigan, there were all these TCU fans at, at, at the bar and the resort. And I said something like, you know, I, I really don't like either one of these quarterbacks all that much. Like, what are you talking about? You don't like Duggan. I'm like, well, I just, I, I, I don't really like him all that much. I don't think he's very good. Well, he can really throw it. I'm like, no, really. It's like they didn't, they couldn't quite comprehend the fact that maybe their guy wasn't really all that good. You mean the backup to start the season too? Yes. Yeah, and he wasn't even that good against Michigan. I know. He, had one, he kind of you know threw a couple nice short throws that went long, but, but they have that nice little go. They have that like pistol formation goal line thing they do that always gets him after that first read. That it's it's a great it's a well designed play and he runs. Yeah, it that's well. when he goes Tebow. Yeah, and no, he was a good a very, he was a very good college quarterback. He was actually pretty good a few years ago too. So he was good, but you're right. You know, look, TCU is a great story. It, but Michigan gagged. I mean, Michigan. First of all, Michigan gets trucked by Georgia too, so it's not like yes. they go in there and do anything better. But uh, that was just that's one of those ones where if you're Michigan fans, they're still like you know turn those machines back on, get those traders back in here. You know they they, they would have loved to have another shot at that one. I mean, that's to me where I sit with this is that Michigan had such an impressive season, and we were talking about how people weren't respecting them, Pete, at the beginning of the season saying that people weren't respecting where they were ranked vis-a-vis Ohio State, and then they come out and do seemingly everything right until the very end, and I do think it would have at least been a more entertaining game than the boat race that we saw. <laughs> like, I don't, if I'm a Michigan fan, I don't know how you, you categorize the season knowing that you had such, such loss going into the national championship game. You at least want a shot. And that, to me, is the saddest part. That, and be sure to do a wellness check on all your The Ohio State football fans because they're still in bad shape after knowing that they're the ones winning by 55 if if that kick, kick goes straight. But, yeah. Look, what, we've talked about this in past shows before. What's the definition of a choke? It's when you, in the biggest stage, you don't play up to your capabilities. You don't play up to your normal form. And that wasn't Michigan. Michigan should have been up 21-3. They, they tried to go 18-point play every time when they kept bombing away down the field. They got away from the running game. The run defense that hadn't given up a thing all year got rolled in the second half by TCU. So that just was not their uh, performance, and they still almost won it. But look, it was a even it kind of had to end like this. It kind of had to be where TCU got crushed that badly to kind of chill everyone out who does the oh well anybody can win. Not in college football, college basketball, you can absolutely get the hot three point shooters. Hockey, you get the you know the goalie who stands on his head. Other you know pitch you know, baseball, you get the pitcher who does it. College football, it just doesn't work like that. You don't get the Cinderella stories in a two-game tournament like this. Real quick, what does a year of Sam Hartman do for Notre Dame football? I, it, you, you've got a deep th- ball thrower now. If he can do what he did at Wake Forest and just, you know, he's been there for forever. He's, you know, he knows what he's doing. He's going to stretch the field. And 
he's one of those guys who, you know, look, look at Stetson Bennett. Guy was 48 years old and was able to do that. Some of these times these old quarterbacks are just that much better, whether it was Burrow or Kenny Pickett. And Hartman's an older quarterback who is going to be a steadying force for Notre Dame, and he's going to give them a deep passing threat that they have not had in a long, long time. Rank the quarterbacks to most likely go number one so that the Bears can trade with people. Uh, You don't care if you're the Bears because you've got to trade out of that and get three number ones at least and three twos. But I I think, to me, talent-wise... If you could make him 6'5", 240, but you can't, it's Bryce Young. I kind of split it. I go C.J. Stroud, then Bryce Young. I like the upside of Anthony Richardson and then Levis. Levis is going to go number one overall. Okay. Wow. He's, they're going to get him in the – as soon as they get him into the workouts, he's going to be it. He's going to be that guy who has the size, the arm, and everything else – and he's going to be the, the they're going to say, yeah, that's wow. our franchise quarterback. And then it goes Bryce Young and then Stroud and Richardson goes somewhere like 18th or so. I mean, you're not alone in that. There are some mock drafts picking him to go first out of the quarterback. The I think I, if comes. you're telling me Bryce Young is, can, stay he- can stay healthy, he's my number one guy. But I, I just, you know, four foot eight, 90 pound quarterbacks just scare me. He's not four eight. <laughs> he is five eleven. <laughs> He is not even and 185 man, is, pounds. He is terrific, though. If you can protect him, he is just that good. Pete Futek, thank you, sir. Later, guys. Thanks, yeah. Pete. The Bulls and the Wizards are going to be playing tonight. A game you will hear. It's an early start, 5:45 pregame. Here what on- did you call? Did you? Did I hear you in the pre-show call it a must-win? In a way that, because especially because of the number of Wizards who may not be playing in this game, this is one you got to have. Okay. You said must win in the pre-show. Yeah, but not, you not, didn't say in a way. You said yeah, must win. I'll be put. It, I will be really, really unhappy. We're recording organizations win championships immediately after the game tonight, and I'm. You will hear a lot of of, of disappointment, unhappiness, grumbling, and gnashing of teeth if they can't win this one. All right, let's discuss it. We'll do it next here on the score. Bernstein and Holmes, midday ten to two. On Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. I love I.O. DeSumo. So I think we've decided that Kobe White is also a better actor than I.O. DeSumo in, in the in the Zenny commercials. He's got a little bit better. I.O.'s got a you know, he's got a little bit of prompter eye when he's reading the cue cards and he's got to kind of settle into a little score bit. Score your steal doesn't make any sense. Steal your score. <laughs> score your steal. Yeah. Like it's, they're, they're, they're working. I, mean, I think I think Kobe is... Uh, I don't know. I'm going to give Io credit for him playing into the role that he doesn't quite get. Okay. So you think he's doing a, doing a thing. You know what I, I mean? I, that I, he doesn't quite get it and he's kind of... Uh, I'm going to say that Io's got some range. In those commercials and give them credit, but I do like them as a pair. Okay. Maybe the room to grow there? Yeah. Reminds me of my favorite series of NBA commercials. Which were? The Mono Ginobili, Tim Duncan, and Tony Parker HEB commercial that would come out every year where they would advertise some product that HEB had. And it, people would just be waiting on the edges of their seats, even if you hated the Spurs. What's you I, still like, wanted what I, to see the Manu Ginobili, Tim Duncan, why? and Tony Parker because they were good and funny. 
There was one where they fought over who was going to be the mango in a play where they talked about some H-E-B mango smoothie. You just, every year it they was going to be- They all wanted to be the mango or they all didn't want to be the mango? Well, they yeah, they were trying to figure out who was going to be the mango. Like it was, Mango? Mango? Yes. Yeah, that too. No, yeah, it was a it was a beloved commercial series that lasted a long time. I and would, I hate the Spurs. I hated the Spurs at the time. Y- you but you what? had to love the commercials. The, Layla's on to something. We do. There is a lack of weird kind of local commercial. I know that Howard Ankin has has gotten into it a little bit, where he's embraced the weird of "Hi, I'm Howard Ankin." We got to get here back. Are the Vandersloots. No. Scotty Pippen for Mister Submarine. Right. That's what we that, need. That, we need more. We need. We need Michael Jordan and his mom. Or Minnie Minoso reminding us to be a notary public. Damn right. Those on, on Channel 44. I'm the Minnie f- Minoso and you should be a notary public. The fact that Minnie like, Minoso what? did public service in his commercial. <laughs> like, of course, best, even yeah. that was a good cause. <laughs> we need, we're like, uh, like you know, I'm trying to think of what other athletes. They, like, well, who, Brizzo did something funny, right? They had, where they were yeah, selling Brizzo's the marketing. souvenir company. Yeah, that but was, that, that was like, that was a Cubs promo though wasn't it i thought it? that yeah. was an mlb thing yeah like selling a product it, vote brizzo right like it was well, the all-star stuff hold on ian happ for the car shield that's pretty oh, close that's good. with, with boo shambi yeah the, that's that that fits exactly into what i'm talking it's, about yeah and and with the hair stuff it has right to be, yeah but he doesn't do it a, a, a tv it's gotta be a self-conscious low enough budget and but aware like of they, like they just had enough money yes. to get him like the like the Scotty Pippen Mister Submarine I'm Scotty Pippen and here are the, this is the, here are the lovables and here is a giant phallic sub <laughs> and we're gonna stand it up <laughs> right, we're gonna stand up that was a great even I've seen that one and I I had a good laugh it's gotta be something with like Javante Green and five things <laughs> five like or like a five for one special five guys. Five guys, Javante Green. Five Javante five, Green. Five guys. Five guys has the money. Like that's not going to be low budget. Yeah, also, right, you know, some good. agents probably like Wait, what, we've is, worked very hard to prevent you from having to do these. Is is the place on Division? Is it called Five Faces? Is it still there? I don't know. I, I give me a cross street. Division and Rush. and Rush. No, it is not. No, I loved Five Faces. What is Five Faces? Five Faces was the late night. You're stumbling out of the You come out of the lodge, and then you go get food at Five Faces, and you get, like, your pizza puff and stuff. There's a hot dog There's some pizza window over there. There's a pizza spot. Yeah, there was, like, a New York pizza place across the street, but I love Five Faces. I love that place. God, a Batacola, and I hit Five Faces one time. That was Oh, yeah, Five Faces closed in 2019. All I needed was a cross street. There's also that place, Coconuts, with the Z. The Z makes it fun. (laughs) Coconuts. That, that sticks it to the man. We'll show you. You can't tell us how to spell coconuts. Is is there like a is there a, like a coconuts. good like Asian like five star like place oh, like, called like you know what I mean or like five star spice like Chinese? yeah like because we got now I can't let go of this. We have got to find a local commercial for Javante Green that has to do with five. R.I.P. to your commission check, Javante. It's going to three Javantes. Well, Javante us is-, is out for a while. He's having a knee debridement process that's going to keep him on the shelf for a bit. So he is out. DeMar DeRozan is questionable for tonight. However, Bradley Beal out for the Wizards. Corey Kispert, questionable. Lower back soreness. Daniel Gafford, questionable. Kristaps Porzingis, questionable. He's got sore ribs. 
So a lot of teams mid-season dealing with some of this stuff. And in Kispert, Gafford, and Porzingis, obviously Beal is, it makes a huge difference for them. But you're talking about a, a major chunk of, of their rotational roster. They're including their starting five. We need – Texers have been bringing this along. And, Dan, we do need a Chicago athlete to do a Pepe's Tacos commercial. Pepe's Tacos are very, very good. Very good tacos. I like that they're they're honest. They're very good. These tacos right here, they're very good. They're not great, but they're very good. They're not bad. They're not. They're not outstanding. They're very good tacos. Peppy's tacos are very good tacos. So, so who can we get to do it? And it's got to be like against type. So don't throw like a Latin player at me. It's got to be like. It, Dansby Swanson doing no Pepe's too famous, taco too famous, too All right, famous. Go Your mean Mercedes, too big a name. No, it's got to. It would. It would have been like Adam Angle. Oh, that would have been great. <laughs> right? Also, by Hi, the way, I'm Adam Angle for, for Pepe's tacos. tacos. They're very good taco. Kind of like my defensive war, but not my offensive war. There you go. And you know what? That Adam Angle move. That was a sneaky. Here's how the White Sox got worse in war by team. Yeah. Yeah, this is true. The fridge for the car dealer hawking the Pontiac Parisienne. You open the door. And the light comes on. And the light goes on. I always kept mine off. Alex Caruso for Victory Auto Wreckers. A47, you might have won this. Lee Smith did Peppies? Yes. He did? Yes. Tony Kukoc for Reed Randall Ford. Did you guys ever see the remake that Adam Burrish and Patrick Sharp did of the Eagle Man commercial? Yes, I did. That was one of my favorite things I've ever seen. Well, that's what we that's what we need, but it needs to not be parody. It needs to almost be parody, but for real. And then we could have a lot of fun with it. Like the director has to know exactly the vibe that you're going for. 630 Texter, you're on to something. Jack Sanborn. There it is. For Peppies? There it is. Hi. I'm NFL linebacker Jack Sanborn. I, I grew up in Chicago, so I know that Peppies are very good tacos. When I'm on my way to Midway Airport, I always stop on Cicero and have a meal at Peppies. Why does he slightly sound like Sylvester Stallone? This is better than talking about the Bulls because here's the reality. Oh, sorry. I'm if they sorry. lose to the Wizards, then we're nowhere where we thought we were again. And we're just at the same place where we thought we were like two weeks ago where they lose to a bad team and nothing's changed. <laughs> With a copper pot on his head. Yes, do you remember that? I didn't what? learn anything about myself. Yeah, so McNeil did a car commercial for some dealership in Indiana and he's got a he had a copper pot on his head. He's wearing it's a hard hat. Okay, it's a hard hat, but it looks like a copper cooking vessel. I don't know why it looks the way it does. We gotta find it somewhere. It's gotta be on. Man, YouTube. that guy just printed money, huh? It's gotta be on YouTube. I'm Dan McNeil, Chicago. You need a car? Put a copper pot on your head. It, you gotta see it. And it's also. I'm they, happy about free flowers. Dan's doing copper pot head commercials for cars because everybody had a car deal back in the day. Someone. Tell Texted in, I love this. Cole Komet for Harold's Chicken. <laughs> Hi, I'm Cole Komet. You may know me from catching touchdowns from Justin Fields. Wait, he has a commercial. 
Cole Komet does? Yes. We air it during Sports Sunday. He does? Yeah, and I can't make it out because I'm, you know, it's on mute because I'm working on the next segment. But yeah, it's a whole Bachelor bit where, like, he's choosing a mattress and then there, oh, there's a rose right. involved. I like that. That's good. Now let's get him down to 53rd. And get him to Harold's. Why can't he go here on Wabash? That's I fine. actually thought it was like, it, Wabash what, what, is good. It's whatever, like really Harold, funny. Whatever, and see, that has to be the thing. As part of it, he has to declare. Hot or mild? His, no, his Harold's. He's oh, got to declare. Okay. Hi, I'm Cole Komet, and I like the Harold's on 79th and Western. Like, he's got to declare. What's the one in Englewood? Is it? It's on? the South Loop location for the me. The one on Garfield. Yes, on, it's it's Garfield. I know it's on Garfield, Garfield, just west of the expressway. Yes, like, and I, I wanted to stop there, and then I'm like, I don't know. Well, it's, it's, you're fine. You think? Yeah. Okay. I've stopped there. It's good. It's actually really good. Harold. There's okay. a South Loop one that's really good by that train stop. Well, that that's where like that to me is the gateway, Harold. You know, and then we can go to some other ones. I'm good with that. <laughs> Do all of them involve heralds? Yeah. All right. Sold. Yeah. <laughs> do, do they involve the same sauces and chickens? Yes. Okay. Sounds like a plan. I do. I I really love. Now I'm in love with the concept of Cole Komet and Harold's chicken. But he already has a commercial. Yeah, but he can have more commercials. Somewhat. You know what? We're late. But oh, it's Darwin Furniture. Our friend Kenny from NBC Five. Ah, Thank you for coming through, Kenny. I, I went to high school with the Darvins. It's a long story. A lot of rich people at HF. Um, we're going to talk about the Carlos Correa thing. Lavelle Neal of the Star Tribune is going to join us to discuss it next here on The Score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.